0: and welcome to Sound of Play. Every Wednesday in Sound of Play, we bring you some of our and your favorite pieces from the many video game soundtracks we've enjoyed over the decades. Joining me, Brian Edwards, in co-hosting duties for Sound of Play 290 is Leah Haydew.
1: Hi, I'm really excited about this. I think this is going to yeah. be awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm very excited, too. Uh, as as longtime listeners of Sound of Play will know that um, when Sound of Play reaches a, uh, a a nice round number that ends in a zero, say. Ryan and Leanne have have been very good about about keeping themed shows together sometimes celebrating the music of a particular genre of games or a particular series Sound of Play 290 is no different because, Leah, as we just heard uh, at the intro to the show with Dearly Beloved, uh, today we are celebrating the music of Kingdom Hearts.
1: Yeah, so transparency uh, here. This is a thing that we agreed to do as a joke, and then they actually <laughs> said, hey, are you guys going to give us that recording for Kingdom Hearts? And then we said, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> Hi.
0: Yeah, Um. it is... Uh, I, I would say that it, it's not an overstatement to say that it, it is a delight. I think for both of us to be
1: here, doing absolutely, this. Um, we we have not yeah. covered Kingdom Hearts on uh, rinse yet. Uh, it's something that I bring up every once in a while and people (laughs) kind of pat me on the head and send me the other direction so maybe someday um, it is not in in the plans um, as of yet but uh, I'm working on it let's let's just say that and now I have Brian (laughs) backing me up so um, yes you know we we, are um... (laughs) there are dozens of us so uh...
0: we dozens (laughs) Uh, we are the the uh, odd couple American champions of the Japanese RPG franchise for the british podcast so um so there's a lot of layers there Obviously, Leah. Um, since you and I are here t- uh, talking about the music of Kingdom Hearts, we are both fans, admittedly, of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yes. We um, have played most of the entries in the series, if not some of all the the offshoots, and gotten comfortable with things like one point five remix, one point eight, uh, you know, f- a Final Chapter Prologue, two point eight HD slash. Like we're we're used to the uh, odd convention. I, I think my
1: favorite is probably two five eight days over two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that which is. Not really a game we're going to be uh, explicitly covering on this, although there is a lot of uh, crossover with some of these tracks. Yeah. But yeah, they, I'm not sure who exactly decided that Kingdom Hearts game uh, and specifically the Kingdom Hearts game um, spinoffs and kind of the side games needed to have basically the most ridiculous names that they could possibly come up with. But uh, yeah, there's so I, I we should we should mention up front that it would be impossible to spoil the entire story of Kingdom Hearts because I don't even think I understand the entire story <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts. exactly. But yep. there probably will be some spoilers in uh, in this episode. So uh, try it at your own risk if you have not played through all of the Kingdom Hearts games. But if you have or if you haven't and you are not averse to spoilers, I would actually recommend just kind of Googling things about the Kingdom Hearts timeline if you have some sure. time to kill, uh, yep. because some of what they have come up with is just fascinating. And I say that in both a positive and a negative context, Correct. because yeah. yep. I, I, it's I love that they have pulled a lot of these things together so so thoroughly and with such such a detail <laughs> both odd detail and you know but but i mean it all does fit it's just it's just you would never think to to, to connect things in the way that they do sometimes mm. uh and i i mentioned a negative aspect as well because some of this stuff is just weird i i i i love the kingdom hearts series um and i am a big fan of uh, kind of the 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 anime type that uh, that goes kind of off the rails in, in that way um so I, I mean this is this is extremely my jam but i, I do understand mm. that it might not be for everybody but um I, I think even if it's not for you you should have some respect for how how they built this crazy thing that that just spirals off into thousands of different directions yeah. um and how i, um. I mean there's got to be some kind of official you know, there's a Legend of Zelda timeline, and like they've put out the Hyrule Historia and everything. Yeah. I want to see that for Kingdom Hearts, which I think they are actually kind of doing. Yeah. There's a Kingdom Hearts Ultimania, I think, coming out relatively soon. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that's going to entail, but I'm hoping that it's going to be some kind of pin board on the wall with all the red strings going to uh, to different pins um, because yeah. I want to see that. I want to see what's yeah, been me on too. somebody's board.
0: So as you alluded to, I mean, it just it's it's such a wide reaching and yeah. and a gigantic in scope series as far as story and and timeline and and, and it plays with these themes and these characters across so many arcs and it gets very confusing and very, um, convoluted. Um, and there's a lot positive and negative to say about that. Like how, it, how that is somehow both the series strength, greatest strength and greatest weakness all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But one thing I think that is, is if not unanimous, at least relatively agreed upon by the, by the kingdom hearts fandom is that, uh, the music in this series is, is really good.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, uh, and just to kind of go through it a little bit, um, uh, the, the music is primarily composed um, for the entirety of the Kingdom Hearts series by Yoko Shimomura, um, who has been featured on Sound of Play uh, uh, countless amounts of times for um, and namely her work. Uh, um, a lot of games that people would have heard and recognized her work from are you know, Street Fighter 2, uh, Super Mario RPG, Legend of Mana, um, the Kingdom Hearts series, obviously, uh, the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga series. um, And 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 a lot of things in between Final Fantasy 15. um, She is is prolific and legendary in the space. Um, So she's been featured on Sound of Play many times. But um, the interesting thing about Kingdom Hearts music is that much like um, the game itself, it's marrying original compositions with the music that already is like licensed to Disney properties.
1: We didn't we didn't specifically mention, but if you're not familiar with Kingdom Hearts, the basic premise, the very 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 basic premise is that it is um disney characters and square enix characters combined and um like a storyline involving both of of those properties um mm-hmm. just kind of mushed that is like it goes places as as you yeah. will imagine but uh um, but that, so, that's so the just, very basic uh yeah. kind of premise if, if i had to explain it very quickly
0: <laughs> yeah so so i like one of my favorite moments in the series now this is we're not going to go on for hours about this, I promise, <laughs> which we could, but we're not mm-hmm. going to. Um, but like in the within the first few hours of the first Kingdom Hearts game, um, there's a section at the Olympus Coliseum where you're fighting alongside Hercules mm-hmm. um, through this tournament. And there's a conversation that takes place between Sora, who is the main character, Donald Duck and Goofy from Disney fame, um, Hercules, Hades, the Lord of Hell. And Cloud Strife, the hero <laughs> of Final Fantasy VII. So, if you just picture yourself like in a room, just putting that yep. kind of picture together, that's a lot of the magic of Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Just ha- kind of having all of these characters to interacting together, making sense sometimes, <laughs> other times not. By but it their is kind of own delight. rules,
1: it makes sense, which I, I mean yes. is all you really need, I guess. Uh, you yeah. you know, as as long as you're you're kind of uh, adhering to your own storyline and your own. Uh, universe, then yeah. I, I guess that's all you can expect, really. Exactly.
0: So, yeah, so um, we we really wanted to kind of explore Kingdom Hearts so uh, musically, but just up top, just to let everybody know, um, because of uh, the kind of m- mixing of music, Lee and I had a bit of a conversation before recording where. For example, in the first Kingdom Hearts game, you go to Halloween Town from the Nightmare Before Christmas. And while most people would agree that the song This is Halloween generally rips.
1: It does. Yes.
0: We're not going to include remixes or remasters of those songs because those are not original work for Kingdom Hearts. Right. So what will be featured on this kind of look um, at the music of Kingdom Hearts will be musical tracks, um, original compositions for the game uh, for Kingdom Hearts 1, 2 and 3 proper. Um, the reason we didn't dive into to the birth by sleep and uh, 358 over two or 258 over two is because honestly we could we could we could be here for much longer than <laughs> we need to be. But also, as you'll see here, and we'll talk about it as we go through, a lot of the musical themes from game to game really stick and really follow yeah, one another for
1: sure. Although, if you really like what we do here and you really want to hear some of those spin-off games, you know, uh, get at us on the forums or on Twitter uh, at Caden Rince and uh, tell them tell you tell them that we are uh, geniuses and should <laughs> should have uh, as many shows as we would like. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll come back to this at some point in the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that sounds great. Um, so what we heard coming into the episode was kind of the. Um, the theme you hear at the beginning of every entry to the Kingdom Hearts game which is dearly beloved a very um a very what to me now has become a nostalgic piece of music yeah. for me uh considering the first game uh, came out in 2003 Oof. yeah uh so, so it, it really it's a it's a nice simple piano piece simple in quotes because obviously I wouldn't be able to compose it but um simple in in kind of comparison to other things we'll be listening to that really kind of evokes the emotional uh kind of tone of the game and, yeah. and i'm not sure about you leah i can remember when i first put in my playstation 2 disc of kingdom hearts and i heard that piano song start playing at the title screen like before hitting start like i just kind of sat there and took it in um because yeah. it it really is kind of it just like it's not something you normally hear at on the title screen of a video game
1: i'm i'm very much a jrpg person to begin with and um kind of the driving factors behind me getting a ps2 were Final Fantasy X and Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts, and yep. uh, so this was one of the the first games that I had when I finally did pick up a PS2. And uh, yeah, I I can I can I played through Kingdom Hearts a number of times the the first Kingdom Hearts, and I this this track as you say is is very nostalgic. It just kind of brings to mind you know booting up the PS2 uh, and although kingdom hearts is now on i'm pretty sure every console after that um in one way or another but um yeah it, it just it it really kind of gets you into the mindset that you're going to be going into uh this this brand new world at the time
0: yeah yeah exactly so so now to contrast that <laughs> um let's 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 talk about simple and clean shall oh, yes, um <laughs> So this is going to be the only track on this uh, episode of Sound of Play that is not uh, attributed solely to Yoko Shimamura. Um, Yoko Shimamura did work with some arrangers and and composers for the orchestral versions of these, um, but Mm -hmm. she has all composing credits except for uh, multiple songs by uh, Japanese uh, pop star uh, Yutata Hikaru. Um, And Simple and Clean is, if Dearly Beloved is like the peaceful like jrpg (laughs) intro to the series simple and clean is where maybe they beat you over the head with a body pillow of anime is that yeah i think
1: think that's fair now the um i i kind of went back and forth as to whether i wanted to recommend which um mix that i wanted to recommend because there's two <laughs> kind well there's uh, infinite mixes i'm sure of simple and clean but the the two that i really think of are the one that's actually used in the beginning cutscene of the first game which is the one that we went yep. with the one that's I, I assume it's kind of the original version of the game it's a little bit simpler it's a little bit slower the the one that they use in game uh in, in the beginning of the first game is it's kind of a remix i don't know how to explain exactly what this <laughs> remix is, I think we're just going to have to play it and let you listen to it. This is what leads you in after after the credits, after the uh, the loading screens uh, that are uh, that are accompanied by "Dearly Beloved." This is what you get. Okay, so if you've played Final Fantasy X, kind of that whole scene with the uh, the blitzball sphere and the the, the pumping <laughs> uh, the pumping techno music, this is the equivalent of that for uh, for Kingdom Hearts. So I, I think it's uh, I think it's perfect, actually. But uh, <laughs> guess you'll have to see for yourself.
0: Okay, simple and clean i feel i feel like t- things after listening to that have become simpler and cleaner
1: uh yeah yes <laughs> yes um, i
0: so so that's um for me uh personally and i and i i had played a lot of jrpgs leading up to kingdom hearts i'm a big fan of jrpgs historically much like yourself leah mm-hmm. i guess i just hadn't really immersed myself in the what became a trend, and it was already a trend kind of beforehand. I just I was more focused on the Americanized version of JRPGs, which sure. is a weird thing to say, but it's just kind of where like like where my exposure to them was when I was growing up. But like the the tradition of vocalized pop song that shows you cutscenes from the game you're about to play <laughs> is is like kind of legendary, like with JRPGs. And, but Simple and Clean was easily my first. Um, introduction into that mm. and i was kind of like watching things i'm like wait is this is this story that's happening right now am i supposed to like be getting something from this and and reality what you're supposed to be doing is just kind of sitting Almost back and letting a trailer, it trailer, yeah yeah let it let it wash over you you know just kind of get you the get you the experience so so moving from Simple and Clean, and we've heard Dearly Beloved and Simple and Clean now uh, moving into the first Kingdom Hearts game. The next uh, track we picked as part of Kingdom Hearts 1, but really, Destati could be from every Kingdom Hearts yeah. game created, I believe.
1: I, I think so, um, yeah.
0: Um, so there's kind of this um, recurring theme um, when you're, because you don't choose your character, you're playing as Sora, um, but each game kind of starts with you choosing kind of like your specialization um you're whether or not you're going to be focused on defense or magic or attack and and, and these specializations don't I don't want to say don't matter Leah, but they kind of they kind of don't matter. They they matter
1: at the beginning a little bit, yeah. but they they cease to matter as much as, as it, it's it's like your um your beginning kind of stat boost. Uh you, mm-hmm. you can your uh, attack, your defense and your magic are um kind of the three main pillars of, of of your character. So you choose at the beginning which one you want to uh be strong in and then which one you're okay with kind of leaving behind a little bit. And obviously as the, the more points that you get and the more you level up and the more adventures you have the the less that'll matter because the more everything is just going to kind of level up but it, right. it, it shows you kind of how you can um how you can specialize and how your uh your your fighting style will maybe be for uh, at least the first part of the game
0: and there's these really kind of cool set, I call them set pieces, yeah. where Sora, you're you're choosing these these paths, but you're on these like big like stained glass murals of different scenes from Disney or Square history, mm-hmm. and you're and you have this kind of haunting like and like almost angelic choir behind you singing this kind of melody line over and over again, and they reuse this melodic theme like throughout the entire series, and I thought this was just a really nice jumping off point for yeah. kind of. Like setting that tone for like like i remember <laughs> hearing it and being like 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 you felt like these even though they might not have been but like you felt like these decisions were important yes you know you're making these like grand important decisions and and Dastati just kind of um hangs over the uh you know behind it kind of yeah. driving you forward
1: yeah for sure yeah uh,
0: so yeah Destati by yoko Shimomura. now that we've been um, uh, we've been we have
1: chosen yes Yes,
0: we have chosen poorly or wisely uh, (laughs) we made the decisions Kingdom Hearts 1 begins with uh, Sora uh, Kairi and Riku who are three the main the three the three main characters I would say um, for for the non disney side of things that you're kind of interacting Mm -hmm. with through over the 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 entirety of the series and i don't even want to get into aqua and shadow roxas and everything else yeah (laughs) but uh it all kind of springs from destiny island and um and I'm not sure about you, Leah, but when I first started playing, I like I was like, okay, Disney versus Kingdom Hearts. I mean, D- Disney versus Final Fantasy. Here we go. We're gonna hop in, and it's just gonna be like this, like right in your face, uh, everything right off the bat. And it kind of doesn't. It kind of
1: yeah. You, you don't run into Disney so fast. You you get no, Final Fantasy pretty quickly because yeah, uh, some of the Final Fantasy X characters. Uh, well, not even just Final Fantasy X there, but uh, notably Final Fantasy X. Uh, yeah. You you meet uh, characters from several Kingdom or from several uh, Final Fantasy games. On Destiny Islands, which yeah. is uh, the first map. Does Sora have parents? Because I am concerned about <laughs> about his lifestyle um, that just allows him to kind of go gallivanting off into other dimensions without anybody, apparently, uh, being concerned about him. Um, yep. Yeah
0: does i to to that fact i'm not even sure if Rico has parents i, I know mm. we we know Kyrie has parents yes because yes. she mentions it and there's the flashback but yeah i'm not sure about either one of them um i don't know the i think it was really smart though that they included some final fantasy 10 characters on this island sure. because but because they're not only did the game release within a similar time window so it'd be very familiar but like destiny island has that island feel of waka's island yeah. um uh from um from final fantasy 10 and the the theme that uh yoko Shimomura wrote for ha- just um kind of hits all those kind of island living notes you want a theme like this to hit you know it's got the the steel drum and the faded trumpet in mm-hmm. the background and kind of upbeat you know, uh, f- so you can, uh, oh, what's it called, Leah? Not oh. starfruit. What's it called? Oh,
1: the, the palpoo, palpoo oh, fruit. Oh, the palpoo
0: yes. fruit. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you got to share that with the one who you're going to share your heart with. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, Something, something Kyrie, something palpoo. Um. Yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, Truer words, never spoken. Yep. And so, yeah, this this kind of uh, island theme plays over the top um, as, as you're kind of getting to know your characters and getting to know e- and even kind of tutorializing the mechanics of the game. So that was Destiny Islands um, taking us um, out of our island living. Um, I think the reason we wanted to include this next one, Leah, this is another one where we really probably could have used this tied to any game in the franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I would now uh, tell me if you agree with this or not but to me when I think if there's a Kingdom Hearts battle theme uh-huh then this is what I consider the this Scherzo Donate I I hope I'm pronouncing that right um Scherzo um uh, this is like what I like when when heartless pop up out of the ground and start attacking you this sure. is the song I think of
1: One of the uh major differences between Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy besides the Disney characters is that um, (laughs) you do not have turn-based battles um, and they're not, uh, they're not random encounter. Well, they're sort of random encounters, but, uh, but, but like, um, like a um, secret of mana, they, they show up on the map rather than showing up in kind of separate encounters. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you, as I say, it's not turn-based. You are uh, controlling your character and, and fighting in real time. Um, so when this kind of pops up as you're you're uh, running through an area, you know that this is gonna be a place where you're going to have to fight and you know it, it might fade out if you're trying to run away uh, but but it's it is very ingrained into my head definitely as the uh, as the theme that that means you're some stuff's gonna go down
0: <laughs> it has that nice um that nice instant ramp up of yeah. like just um timpani drum just being like threat alert threat alert you yep. know like it, you know it's coming but but still has that really uh and we'll talk about this a little bit m- more we get a, further along but um that nice string melody that you just kind of associate mm-hmm. with almost every track through kingdom hearts like yeah. it just it just has this kind of this like bumping melody to it that like it's just pushing you along and it's it's pleasant it's not like it's not overly aggressive it's just um it, the way and again this is me just now gushing over yoko Mamura <laughs> but like the way that she can convey emotion um in these tracks i think is um is really important because just like any good jrpg battle theme or or something you hear this a lot yes a lot yes. a lot a lot, a lot. You, and and it ha- it finds this way of weaving in and out of like other themes mm-hmm. so like you'll just be in like um say you're in agrabah for, for for uh for example and then enemies pop up and this this track just kind of weaves into the agba track and then mm-hmm. weaves out again it's just kind of like an ever-present uh, you know, uh, f- aspect of playing the game. So, yeah. yeah, I never, never quite tired of hearing this, um, unless, of course, uh, I was, you know, trying to get through to a boss really quickly and didn't <laughs> want to be bothered by the Heartless. Of course.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think this is a really good entry into the uh, the JRPG uh, battle music canon.
0: So we'll go from battle themes uh, with Shersa Denote, and we will talk about, um, well, Before I even say the name of the next track, let's talk about the use of metaphor in
2: Kingdom Hearts, um,
0: because Kingdom Hearts doesn't do things uh, subtly. um, It
1: sure doesn't.
0: Um, So so what would you call a town that you use to traverse to other parts of the galaxy?
1: Well, let's see. If I were trying to be clever about it, I might call it a uh, just a stopover or a... uh, a connection or I don't know Traverse Town yeah yeah how about Traverse Town yeah that, that's um, good yeah. let's go with that one <laughs> so I
0: do remember uh, it and I you know it, this is more of a recent memory I think because I don't think my excitement for Kingdom Hearts the first time I played through it really powered me past some of the more I don't even call them concerning but like you know parts that now I kind of look at and I'm like yeah that doesn't Cheesy, really work perhaps. or whatever yeah GF yeah. absolutely so like now but like I, I but now when I, I was replaying um, the first Kingdom Hearts as I do every couple years mm-hmm. um on the xbox versions that just came to game pass when you get to traverse town the first time it, the theme starts playing that we're about to hear and the sign pops up traverse town and then there's just like a road sign with like arrows pointing in like uh-huh. a thousand different directions like i can we see it yeah I can, I can
1: picture it in my head
0: <laughs> yeah it's like,
1: you like they it? really you get want get you to know it's that traverse. this is, this is the hub. traversing you're
0: gonna leave and you're gonna come back and then you're gonna leave <laughs> and you're gonna come back like but I, what I will say about the um, like, without picking on it too much, the the theme for uh, Trevorstown is one of those like kind of ever present loops playing in my brain. Yeah, very pleasant, uh, very very safe. You know, like yeah, it, it, it's
1: a good ambient kind of thing where you know it doesn't. I, I feel like it's really easy for these kinds of loops, and and you could say the same thing on on a different level for the the battle music that we talked about, but. Um, Yeah. It's very easy for loops like that when you hear it pretty frequently, as you will, because you're going back to Traverse Town a fair amount. It's easy for those to kind of get annoying or to get repetitive, but I I don't feel like it does. It's just kind of a nice background tune that that is non-threatening
0: <laughs> yeah and i i will like it, it like i will con- con- uh, contrast it contrast it um however i'm supposed to say that um to uh the theme in the coliseum like mm-hmm. every time you come back to the coliseum theme it, it like starts out with that like big orchestra like da, 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 yeah. da, and like by the 40th time I'm going back there to run that tournament again (laughs) to gain XP like I wanted to throw that song out a window Uh (laughs) um, but the the Traverse Town theme was I never quite tired of it Yeah, um, in a way that maybe some other tracks I would Agreed hours on end, Um, we will be coming to a close with our talk of specifically Kingdom Hearts 1 Music, even though a lot of these, like we talked about before, transfer to other games. Um, But what better place to end our discussion of Kingdom Hearts one than with Hollow Bastion? Oh, (laughs) Hollow Bastion is it's a it's a um, a location. Um, It's specifically tied to if you're talking with Disney characters to beast um, for Beauty and the Beast is his kind of tied to Hollow Bastion. Um, But it's really kind of tied to the Kingdom Hearts lore as as this. This like this this empty castle that's always kind of embedded with or um uh, inhabited by rather kind of a dark and ominous force. Yeah, and um it plays a very key role in Kingdom Hearts one and two specifically. Two also like in two it kind of becomes your your hub um for a large portion of the game and um and yeah this this theme that plays uh, above Hollow Bastion I I love. I love the bells in it. Does that make sense? Like that, yeah. the way that it trills. Ah, oh, I just—it's
1: kind of a yeah. like a a gothic almost thing that, or as got as close to gothic as Final Fantasy really gets. Yeah. But I, I mean, I can I can remember the first time that that I played through Kingdom Hearts. I was very excited to get to Hollow Bastion because um, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite Disney movie and always oh, has nice. been. Yep. Um, so I was you know excited to see these characters. Uh, finally uh, in in the ending of the game, and i I think that this it, it it's a darker portion of the game than mm-hmm. than perhaps we've run through before. So I feel like this music getting a little bit more serious and and a little bit more uh, heavy does really fit for it.
0: so that was hollow bastion uh once again um all songs uh from that first game uh composed by yoko shimamura except for uh Simple and clean by utada hikaru um the, uh, the thing i was thinking about Hollow Bastion, uh, too, uh was that it's got that whole library theme to mm-hmm. it as well, um, which is real. It's a really nice marriage yeah. of Kingdom Hearts and, and well, not just Kingdom Hearts. That, that's what the game is, Brian, you moron. Um, <laughs> it's a nice marriage of the, of the, the square and, um, Disney stuff because like you ha- you're traveling with Beast and there and there's a reason for these libraries you're you're searching through Ansem's library and you're get, like picking up hints about who he was and and kind of thing but also the connection that Belle and Beast have to the library like yeah. it's just a really nice way to wrap that all yeah. together. So now we're going to move into Kingdom Hearts 2, and this is going to be the portion, Leah, where I might just get a smidge negative. Oh, no. And it's, <laughs> it's not because of the music. Um, we're going to hear Afternoon Streets from Twilight Town. The, the, the reason that I'm going to get uh, a little negative is that when I put in Kingdom Hearts 2, I'll never forget it. I moved back home. Um, I was in th- my childhood bedroom. I'd moved back into my, my parents' house, and I got Kingdom Hearts 2, and I put it in, and I was so pumped to just get going with Sora and Donald and Goofy and just be out on my adventure. And then there's, like, five hours of Roxas <laughs> and eating these blue lollipops on, like, the edge of a cathedral. What the hell happened? Yeah,
1: there's, uh, there's sea salt. There's sea salt something something <laughs> they yeah. did kind of pull a metal Gear solid two there where um and, and you know you do eventually end up playing as sora but uh yeah there's a uh, there's a whole section in the beginning where you are playing as roxas and you're not even really doing anything in the final fantasy worlds mm-hmm. or uh you, you you kind of have to um uh, do basically there's this thing called a job board and you have to go to the job board and pick out jobs and you have to do these jobs and you're doing jobs in a final fantasy game. And it's really not that fun. uh, In in my opinion, I'm sure there's people who love that, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, pretty different from what you may have been used to if you're coming off of Kingdom Hearts one uh, yeah. and and you know I I thought that there was a pretty long wait in between Kingdom Hearts one and Kingdom Hearts two there really yeah. wasn't it was only no. uh, it was only three years which is uh nothing compared to the 14 years in between Kingdom uh-huh. Hearts two uh-huh. and kingdom yeah. Hearts three so um, yeah yeah I it's it, it in my mind it was longer but it, it really wasn't and uh yeah Kingdom Hearts two. Not not making the best first impression, maybe for some people, yeah. or at least it's yeah, not, I was, not exactly what was going to be uh, going to be making people happy, I guess.
0: I, I also think that at that time I would have been, gosh, I would have been either 22 or 23. I can't. But in, in my mid 20s, mm. I think I had less. Um, I'm not sure if it's patience. I don't know what the word word is. Then now, but but basically, like like I wanted the thing I wanted, yeah. And when I got it, and it wasn't immediately the thing I wanted, I'm like, what is this garbage? And the reality is, is and that Twitter I think, wasn't
1: even around for you to. Yeah, talk. I know I'm who like- who who
0: was I supposed <laughs> to shout at? Um, no. Uh, but <laughs> so. I think that I really didn't give it a fair shake coming out of mm. the gate uh, because after when I revisited Kingdom Hearts 2 again um, later on, I, I loved I almost loved it. I think I like it more than Kingdom Hearts 1, but that's a conversation for another time. But the thing about Twilight Town is that this music theme that plays throughout the whole thing is is absolutely gorgeous.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's really like, nice.
0: yeah, these twinkling kind of melodies behind the scene and just like these these like these waves of strings coming back and forth and like it, it, it does kind of have that like like just like lazy going about the day kind of you know getting do just this is what life is we're gonna mm-hmm. hang out in our little hideout we're gonna do these jobs hey there's a competition coming up i hope i do good like it really it does kind of convey what you're doing in twilight town at the time
2: yeah yeah
0: and i i just it's one of those things that like at first i kind of like i wasn't sure what to make of it and then and then going back to it and, and then this music really did a lot to drive home what i really do like about that part of kingdom hearts 2 It's a twilight town straight into the heart of organization 13. Um, Leah in 200 words or less explain to us. No, I'm not going to do that to you. I've made that joke too many times. Organization
1: 13 is a bunch of dudes in black robes with, with X's in their names. Yeah. They're, some of them are nobodies and mm-hmm. and I, I can't I can't do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some of them have been Norded, yep. which is something we will not get uh-huh. into.
0: Nope. They kind of uh, they, they really get thrust into the player's limelight. Like I, I but I I will remember what I, I do remember when I first play this game that all of a sudden there there were these characters that were clearly very important to the story that I did not know much about.
1: And there's a lot of um, a lot of. Story with Organization 13 and some of the members of it in a lot of the uh. side games, which we're not uh, going over. But uh, if you are a Kingdom Hearts lore master, please do not be upset. We are not making fun of Kingdom yes. Hearts. No, we love uh, Kingdom Hearts. Um, yes, we do. But uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot to it uh, that we we just don't have time to get into here. Um, yeah. a, again, though, I do highly recommend that you like watch a lore video or at least look up one of those. There used to be a Google Doc that somebody had that was just like a. Kingdom Hearts summary, but with pictures and it was fantastic. I don't think it exists anymore, but you can yeah. find similar things for sure. Um,
0: and and Organiz- Organizations 13, you kind, of, you kind of learn and meet these characters throughout Kingdom Hearts 2, but there's, all, there's this persistent piano theme that goes along with yeah. them, and it, it, it really does convey whether whether the story earns it or not. You can decide for yourself, but but it does convey that sense of mystery, like, who are these guys and girls? What is this group trying to accomplish and and I think the the music fits that pretty well for sure Just tackled uh, maybe the most serious topic of Kingdom Hearts with Organization 13, except for the next most serious topic, which is uh, gummy ships.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um. I loved the gummy <laughs> ships. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually didn't do a ton uh, with my gummy ship. I, I definitely pimped it out a little bit, um, but I, I've seen some videos and some pictures and some screenshots of people who have created just some real monstrosities yeah, it's um, unbelievable. that uh, that that are impressive uh, in in their complexity and in their almost uselessness so um, yeah yeah there's a uh, whole Sh-
0: series of systems yeah. and like components i mean thousands upon thousands of components to and and, and literally countless of hours you can put into this thing that, that, that you don't you really re- have
1: to engage with like, like almost at almost all almost at all
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah oh wow it's it's so wild um, ship is
1: how you travel between different uh worlds uh different Disney yeah. worlds uh and, and i mean basically it's just a little you get kind of a little shooting section in between and it's you can fail those shooting sections but it's pretty difficult you know you can really do a lot of things with your ship that can make those easier uh but you really don't have to you can do all of that just with your your intro ship if you so desire and are not interested in in playing with it at all
0: yeah and um so what we're about to hear is a very short track called blast off um but I <laughs> I really do think that it's important um, to talk about because we were just talking about afternoon streets and organization 13, these kind of heavy hollow bastion, you know, these heavier themes, but like a lot of sometimes I think what, when I think back about kingdom hearts, the parts I like the most are this game has a really great um, way of just like Breaking apart the serious and and hitting you right over the head with some whimsy every once in a while.
1: Is it in all three games that that Chip I, and Dale are your yeah. your little yeah, just friends yeah, it's who so like help cool, you build yeah. your gummy ship? Yeah, you go into yeah, like, you go into your little hangar and here is these chipmunks that that yeah. are helping you build your ship. So yeah,
0: they're falling over yeah. trying to pick up like crescent wrenches because there's too <laughs> big for them. But like yeah, they're still somehow building you these like, these space travel worthy uh-huh. <laughs> vessels out of what's essentially candy. Yeah. I think I don't know. I, I
1: mean they call them gummy ships. I, I don't I don't know <laughs> exactly. if they're literally supposed to be gummies. Yeah. It's never specified to my knowledge, yeah. but um but yeah I, I mean they are they're, they're very they're kind of colorful blocks even if they are not literal gummies. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> it's just like this game this game like stops and reminds you a lot actually. Um <laughs> it's like hey this is this is goofy and you should be having fun no, and goofy's, these jokes make- goofies
1: on a different planet and <laughs> i'm
2: very funny
0: oh boy um <laughs> sorry. i guess um should oh no, don't be sorry um, i mean the, let's
2: just listen <laughs> should to we just the listen track to it now please <laughs>
0: We were able to transition to that song of like seasoned professionals that we are. (laughs) Oh, um, yeah, totally. (laughs) um, But uh, yeah, blast off. It just it's yeah, it just what what else can you say? Just listen to that. It's a a good time. Speaking of what I would consider a good time is the track A Walk in Andante. Now, this is also a theme that you will hear in all three games. And what I the reason I want to include this is that this song gets played. Both parts of it are a little bit on the menu screen where you're deciding Mm -hmm. what worlds to select to go to next but also and i'm going to i'm going to mess his name up cuz i always do the the wizard from a sorcerer's apprentice um, the guy with the big pointy hat with all the moons and stars on it um yes. you go and see him um, right at the beginning of the game i always forget his name yen um,
1: sid it's disney yen sid, yes. it's disney backwards, disney backwards. Yeah.
0: yes i uh, should know that
1: surprise spoilers yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so it's it's also when you when you meet with yen sid yes. and it's kind of this um it, it, it represents like the launching point mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. quest like your, your sense of purpose and and this theme pops up a lot throughout the games and um it's just one of those things that, like, I hear it, and it's got its own style, and I, I really feel it reminds me a lot of, and even some of the like the saxophone in this, um, some of Yoko Shimomura's work in Super Mario RPG, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I feel like a track like this doesn't, you can't just like pick it out and put it somewhere else. Like it, it kind of only works in Kingdom Hearts. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. I, I think, and this is something that I hope is kind of comes across in, in. Just in general, in this uh, sound of play, is that I I can tell Kingdom Hearts tracks kind of, and and I've heard some tracks that in other games that sound like Kingdom Hearts tracks, and yeah. I, it it's always a little bit odd for me when I do hear something that I think has that specific sound to it, and it's it's not something that I can this is great radio, but I, it's not something that I can <laughs> describe uh, particularly, but they they just have a. A specific kind of sound to them yeah. that makes me think of Kingdom Hearts. And um, I, I i don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe it's just Yoko Shimomura, who is as we've said, quite wonderful. Uh, but th- this is one of those kind of classic Kingdom Hearts tracks for me that, that it just sounds like this is where it belongs.
0: Uh walking on Dante, and I actually can't believe it's taken us this long to get to this point, but we're <laughs> We're going to play one of the the world themes now. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show you uh, when we were talking about doing the sound of play, like, like uh, so many of the world themes are so reliant on music from the games or from the movies, For excuse sure. me, um, For sure. that like, like even like ev- every track I was listening to him yesterday from Atlantica, the, the Little oh, Mermaid. Oh, yeah, that's, right? that's what I was thinking
1: of. It's like, it's all just the yeah. Little Mermaid music. Yeah, like, it's a, yeah, every,
0: uh, every single all one of them. And yeah. then. Except for maybe some like incidental stuff, so um. But Arabian Daydream, um, there there was a version of this in Kingdom Hearts One, but it was remixed and and kind of reworked for Kingdom Hearts Two, and I I think this I think this track just rips.
1: Yeah, it's great. Um, it it uh it it has the uh, the kind of orchestration and some of the like pickups from. Uh, some actual music from Aladdin. Um, it mm-hmm. would fit right along, I think, if yep. if it were slotted into the the actual animated Aladdin, or God forbid, the uh, the live action one. <laughs> yeah. I, it wasn't that bad. It was. Not great, but it was okay. Yeah, it was um, okay. Yeah. Yes, um, I think you
0: and I specifically to take an aside. We like stuff that's just okay way more than a lot of people. Oh I yeah, think, but, um, no, I, but yeah. and
1: I I probably shouldn't. Uh, I like things that are bad sometimes, but uh, yeah. oh yes, but at least oh, yes. I can usually acknowledge that they're bad. Um, it's just my my brain is broken in a very specific way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's uh going back to the actual track. Yeah, it. it it fits um just it, it sounds almost like a track that was cut from the films um and it it works perfectly with the game and it works perfectly with uh with the Aladdin setting
0: so that was uh, Arabian Daydream and and Leah we have one more song that we're going to feature from Kingdom Hearts 2 and I was I'm just going to say this, and I don't know if um, if this will this will make it onto the final show now that I said that, of course, it will. Like if there was going to be a sound of play about Kingdom Hearts, I would I would have fought tooth and nail to make sure that Hazardous Highway was on the soundtrack. Uh, Yeah, this song. it So it's from a gummy ship kind of boss battle ish type of uh, scene from Kingdom Hearts 2. I remember my my, my jaw just hitting the floor (laughs) when this song came out. Like I just wasn't expecting it. It wasn't anything like what I'd heard before. Like it went from like, like, in the first 10 seconds it's just double bass pedal and ripping guitar solos and just and then this orchestra comes over and i just remember like sitting there being like and whatever this because you don't really have to try in the gummy boss battles um like just all of a sudden my ship was half health because i just didn't know what was going on because i was (laughs) too busy listening to this abs yeah it almost
1: doesn't fit with the rest of the soundtrack but it's it's so good like it's it, it I, I would almost say that this is more of a uh, a successor to simple and clean the remixed version than it is to okay, a lot of yeah. the uh the background tracks uh it's it's more along those lines um and a lot of a lot of especially more recent uh final fantasy games have something like this here and there so i i think this fits pretty well even if it doesn't fit with yeah. with the other games or with the other tracks rather
0: that brings us to the most recent entry in the Kingdom Hearts series um, Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: Brian, I, I I have I have a confession to make. Yes. I have not played Kingdom Hearts 3 yet. Really? I kind of wanted to do a replay of the series uh, a and sent, I, I yeah. never I never could quite decide how f- how in depth I wanted that playthrough to go. Like do I mm-hmm. just want to play Kingdom Hearts 1 2 and 3? No, I mean if I'm going to do this, I might as well play Birth by sleep and three, five, eight days over two, and <laughs> you know, all of that as well. And that's a lot of games, so I just haven't quite gotten there yet. Yeah, I, I know it makes me a terrible Kingdom Hearts fan. Um, and I, <laughs> I, I, I listen. I know basically what happens anyway, so it's not a uh, it's not a, a a huge loss on my part, I don't think, and I will get around to it at some point. But uh, yeah, that I, I felt I felt that I should save that particular confession for the show itself.
0: Oh well, you know what? I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate the honesty, and also um, as someone who has played all of Kingdom Hearts three, um, I have no idea what happens in Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> so um, so so that doesn't that doesn't I really change know if anything. I don't I play
1: all of the games like. I probably won't play them back to back, even if I do play them all uh, consecutively. But I feel like maybe if I try to do that, maybe I'll have a better idea of what's actually going on. Probably not, but yeah, maybe it's it.
0: You know, it, it's a really interesting because um, to just as a bit of an aside, 85 percent of this game. Is just like every other Kingdom Hearts you've played. Go to the world, seal yeah. the keyholes, do the thing, and then the last fifteen percent of it is just like the most anime Kingdom <laughs> Hearts thing you've ever seen. It's crazy. This is like this boss maze where every boss has like an X in their name, and some guys you're meet, you're meeting for the first time, and, and then the character will just be like, "So you're the one behind this," and then that's supposed to. Yep, that's continue. me. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Have you, um, have you
1: played the DLC for that? Uh, I'm not curious I, because so, I, apparently. That that's pretty wild too yeah
0: so i'm very excited for that i Mm -hmm. actually i played i i pre-ordered this on xbox Mm -hmm. uh one now i am going to i i'm going to play the ps5 version of it Mm. with the dlc coming up um well i mean i'm not sure when but i i'm planning on getting the dlc with the ps5 version of it um, which i'm very excited about excellent yeah so i I really like kingdom Hearts 3 for what for, for what it was and i feel like that's like I don't know. For for better and worse. You'll know exactly (laughs) what I mean.
1: I I do, yes.
0: (laughs) So the the first track that we're going to feature, Wave of Darkness, um, is just a really interesting... Track that that comes from a very interesting part of the game. Um, more than more than other Kingdom Hearts series, I uh, for, uh, games, I will say this game was very difficult to pick music from because mm-hmm. so much of the music is reliant on Disney tracks.
1: Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it, it a lot of it seems like uh, as well. It is uh, remixes or uh, kind of repurposings of tracks that were in uh, earlier games, which is not a bad thing for by right. any stretch. Yeah, no, not but, at all. Uh, but yeah,
0: and they've got so much, so much work to. draw from mm-hmm. there too and and they're so connected in a lot of ways so it makes sense
1: 36 other kingdom hearts games i mean they ought to be yeah, drawing exactly
0: something. yeah so <laughs> so wave of darkness comes from it's a part of the toy story land mm-hmm. uh, where you actually go to the mall and go to and and basically like come across an arcade game that you then play within the world and wave of mm-hmm. darkness is one of the tracks that plays during that and it's a it's a game where you're basically taking on giant robots using other giant robots and this <laughs> is a do. giant Yep. Oh yeah. And this is a giant robot fighting song if I've ever heard one.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, it it there is definitely something about it that evokes earlier tracks. Like I know that I have not heard this specific track in other games, mm-hmm. but it I can't tell whether maybe they've just taken some pieces of other things. It 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 sounds so familiar. Uh, but it in a way in in a way it sounds familiar, but also I know that I have not heard this specific track in other games. Yeah. So, uh, strange, but but good it fits
0: strange but good
1: <laughs> that's kingdom hearts yep
2: <laughs>
0: wave of darkness we're we're going to take uh, almost a complete 180 turn in tone. Um to where we talk about uh Le Grand Bistro. Um I love this track uh, so much um just because so basically within and Leah there there will be like spoilers for you here. Oh,
1: that's fine. <laughs> like I said uh, I've I've seen <laughs> yeah. I've seen some things. <laughs>
0: so so basically you're you're rebuilding a little bit of Twilight Town. You spend mm-hmm. a lot of time in Twilight Town um in in this game and one of the interesting things about it is that there is a little bistro there that you can interact with uh, kind of a little bit at the beginning and then it kind of goes away you don't really do much with it until all of a sudden one of the times when you're coming back through town on your way to the next world um, the bistro says open under new management and you go in there and little Remy from Ratatouille is in there hey. and he's just gonna be he's gonna be cooking up stuff for you if you bring him ingredients and what happens is you enter into this little cooking mini game which I'm so, uh, JRPG cooking mini game. I mean, just sign me up forever.
1: Only thing better is a fishing mini game. And yeah, exactly. Oh boy, and like, <laughs> and, and
0: the the first lines of that like that like synth accordion hit mm-hmm. and it's just like you f- it feels like a french cafe yeah and it's absolutely. just perfect for ratatouille and it and it's one of those things it was one of those simple moments of this game like like once again kind of talking about the gummy ship song before like it's like oh yeah kingdom hearts you know like <laughs> like sure the world's exploding and there's all these guys looking to tear apart the fabric of existence as we know it but also yeah,
1: but baguette. there's a rat in a cafe yeah. and he's wearing about a little some, chef's
0: hat it's great how about some baguettes for your for your <laughs> travels like yeah and it just it really just brought such a sense of joy to playing this game to hear hear track like this <laughs> So Le Grand Bistro, once again, um, all tracks here, uh, once again, by Yoko Shimomura. I, I don't I don't feel the need to repeat it every time, but I don't want to um, have just assumed. Uh, so the next one we got is Shrouding Dark Cloud. Now, Shrouding Dark Cloud, the reason I picked this is that this is an actually a boss fight theme that we've heard through many different Kingdom Hearts games, but they have really reworked the song for the third game and it's very synthy yeah it adds so many layers and like it's instantly recognizable as a kingdom hearts boss fight song Mm -hmm. but it does so much more with and i think that's just like a it's just i wanted to include it because i think it's just it shows just such a nice progression of like sound quality in video games and what you're actually able to accomplish and convey you know with with games now and it just it just it really kind of ramps it all up to 11 in a way that i i just i just re- it's, i find it very exhilarating i know that might be a little bit melodramatic but it really does like like it's that it's that type of song you sit at the edge of the couch and you kind of like you know rub your palms against your <laughs> legs and like okay here we go like let's you know we got yeah, work to do
1: that's 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 part of any long-running series is finding ways to keep you psyched up and if it's if it's by kind of invoking something that you've heard before but with a new twist then i I think that's almost the most effective way to go about something because you're playing on nostalgia for something that you've heard uh you know in, in games that are pretty deeply engraved into your memory but uh but almost remastered kind of
0: Shrouding dark cloud uh, to swinging free. Leah, have you seen the movie Tangled? I
1: have seen the movie Tangled.
0: Okay, I think Tangled's a great movie.
1: Yeah, I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, um, I really, I really do enjoy. It. I, I had never seen it until I had children. I think I was just of that age where I wasn't quite seeing uh like disney and pixar movies yet as an adult but the thing i find interesting about the inclusion of that in this game is that that just shows you how long this game was in development Mm -hmm. because tangled was like a big deal when the game started being developed and now i think if you were to look back on disney history from the last decade tangled probably wouldn't rank up there among like the more memorable or talked about you know, movies and things in the kind of Disney well
1: regarded, but I don't, yeah. but it didn't, it didn't hit like a frozen level of, uh, right. Of yeah. Kind of newer Disney hits. Exactly. Uh, 2010, I just looked it up, uh, was when Tangled came out.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's really, um, a really interesting piece of music here that I think, uh, does, does a lot to convey kind of the kingdom of Corona, which is the land that you're in, and uh, just the whole swinging free and getting, you know, Rapunzel out of her, you know, kind of a, her tower. Well, what this does that I kind of don't really remember a lot from the Kingdom Hearts franchise is it has that kind of um, that open meadow feel to it, almost like like a like an overworld theme and like Hyrule yeah. field, something yeah, yeah. like that. And it just it just it just kind of shows, I think, is a good example of the variety of, of music available in Kingdom Hearts
1: yeah i would agree with that i think it's uh it's it's really a nice little uh change of pace kind of from from some of the the harder hitting stuff like like the shrouding dark cloud that we listened to before (laughs)
0: from Swinging Free, and Leah, this just shows you kind of a limited pool of new stuff to choose from that wasn't licensed. Um, (laughs) Are you aware that they play the entirety of the song Let It Go in Kingdom Hearts 3?
1: So, I I didn't know that specifically, but (laughs) given that I did know that Frozen was part of Kingdom Hearts 3, I probably could have guessed that. Listen, I don't even have kids, and I've heard Let It Go so many times that I... I mean, it's a good song. I just... I've heard it too many times.
0: Uh, I just say circa 2018 uh-huh. an inebriated version of Brian Edwards may or may not karaoke the hell out of let it go. Well, um, but, uh, very but that's,
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: That's neither here nor there. Um, well, what I will say is that um, it did kind of limit the amount of music that you'd want to pick from the stages because it is so heavily licensed um, yeah, yeah. and probably due to the popularity of these movies like like Toy Story. I mean, you like every area is you've got a friend in me and, and you know, like it, and, and justifiably so. Those are their songs that were cultural events along sure. with the movie. But with Pirates of the Caribbean, um, which which is now the second time we visited Pirates of the Caribbean in the Kingdom Hearts franchise um, in Kingdom Hearts 3, you actually get to go to the town of Port Royal. And it, it's a really interesting segment of the game because because it's almost like its own little mini Assassin's Creed black flag. Um, you have a pirate ship on your own. You can sail back and forth to the islands. There's a map like it's it's a really kind of cool segment of the game kind of really feels like its own little level. Yeah. Um, but the the port Royal song is just like one of the more memorable pieces of music from the entire game Um, has those marching drums and kind of like beats of like a, like a, like, like naval admiral kind of feel to it, but also like keeping that, like the spirit of adventure on the high seas and piracy and everything else. It kind of just weaves it together. into this kind of really beautiful piece of music.
1: It's funny. You mentioned um, Assassin's Creed. Uh, I, recently started well i i didn't start i very uh long time ago probably six or seven years ago i played the first assassin's creed game and i was like yeah i'm gonna play through all the assassin's creed games and i never touched another one again after one (laughs) so about a month ago i picked up assassin's creed 2 and now i have a ps5 Very, very luckily purchased. Um, And I'm going to play Assassin's Creed 2 on it. I started it on my PS4. And I'm sure that's going to look gorgeous on a PS5. No, it's not. It's going to look like. Like crap But, but that's, that's okay I'm gonna play it anyway um, And My My point in saying that Was uh, Yeah Listening to this track Does really it, I mentioned Kind of I, I've mentioned a couple of times the, uh, the The feeling Of Kingdom Hearts music That I can't quite quantify This doesn't have that Which is um, Yeah Not a seriously. bad thing But it is Definitely A um, Kind of a swing In a direction That you don't see Too often Before Before this point kingdom hearts
0: yes <laughs> yes um we're we're at the end of uh the the kingdom hearts sound of play um i i'm just i was just thrilled to be a part of this um, yeah absolutely it's, it's this is it's, the it's first a really... step
1: in getting them to let us cover the kingdom hearts <laughs> yeah. games
0: so i i just it's one of those things where we can talk about it a lot and we've said a lot of similar things about the past 17 songs that we brought, um today and and the, the, I think one of the more interesting discussions you could have is that these 17, if, if I were allowed, if, if my job was hosting the Kingdom Hearts music podcast, <laughs> I could do another podcast tomorrow with 17 different songs and have definitely strong things to say about almost all yeah. of them. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those things, Lee, and I think you and I talked about it before. It's just, it's, it's just it's so its own thing. Yeah. Like it almost feels like you're like, it's not like you're in a club. That's like a bad way to describe it. But it's like, it's like, it feels like you're in on something that like the rest of the world doesn't understand, even though, you know, you don't understand it either. Like it just,
1: I can remember before actually playing kingdom hearts. uh, Like when I first heard the, the, kind of concept of kingdom hearts i thought that sounds stupid uh <laughs> and i'm really glad that i didn't stick with that um and and actually got excited and got into it because i know that there's a lot of people and maybe justifiably so i, I don't think necessarily that the, that this that the series is for everyone but i i think that a lot more people would probably enjoy it than they think if they were thrown off by by just thinking no no but it's disney characters but 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 here's the thing <laughs> they also have final fantasy characters and just some random square enix characters that they created for this so uh <laughs> it's great i really enjoy it if you like kind of it's it's anime as hell man it it yeah. you, if you like the directions that some of the I, I'm going to say weirder anime, and I don't say that as a pejorative thing because I yeah. love weird anime, um, but some of the more unusual, let's say, directions that that kind of thing can go in, uh, unexpected uh, and and just, you know, surprising sometimes, then I, I think Kingdom Hearts is something that you might actually enjoy. You know, it's convoluted in all of the best ways that I can think of. So um, I, I hope that this music has been enjoyable and has maybe inspired some people to pick it up.
0: Yeah, well, well said. Um. So I guess now all that uh, remains is for me, Brian, to thank you, Leah, for uh, joining me on this travel through the keyhole today. I was um,
1: pleased to be here. Thank you for <laughs> inviting me.
0: Yeah. Um, so listen to uh, the Canerans podcast. Um, uh, where we have new uh, episodes releasing weekly support us on patreon.com slash rinse, uh, go to the forum, let us know which songs you think we missed and which ones that you like that we pick.
1: Give us a very thorough explanation of the kingdom hearts timeline. I would yeah. love to see I, I, I genuinely, I am not being sarcastic. I would <laughs> love to see that.
0: So the, the song that we're going to leave you with today is, is, is a, Is a remix of Dearly Beloved. Mm -hmm. It plays at the, I believe this version plays at the end of the DLC, which I myself have not reached, Mm -hmm. but it's a very nice, it's called Dearly Beloved Forest Memory. It has some nice uh, orchestral forest things to add to the theme of Dearly Beloved. And and I think it's a a fitting way to end uh, both hopeful for the future of Kingdom Hearts, but while also really enjoying reminiscing on the adventures we've taken together.